Sam will pass to the right side, man wide open. Caught Thielen, shakes a tackle at the 40. Adam Thielen with a cold-blooded connection on third down. Your sports leader in the Lakes area is 93.1 FM and AM 1340. This is KDLM, Detroit Lakes. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! We're still here! That's what the Minnesota Twins are saying to the skeptics in the AL Central standings. We're coming. I'm back on the Twins bandwagon, baby. We can beat teams below us in the stand. Not just beat them, embarrass them, throttle them, sweep them. Still double-digit games out of first place in the AL Central, despite the Chicago White Sox being swept by Houston. Hey, all things are tightening back up in the AL Central over the weekend. Morning, everybody. This is the KDLM Sports Wrap on KDLM Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. My name is Zeke. We're going to rewind the last weekend in sports and talk about things coming up later today. Here's uh, what's on my mind for sports today. We will uh, go through the AL Central standings. White Sox still in first place, but uh, hanging on by the skin of their teeth after that, that the, the weekend sweep by the Houston Astros. We're going to talk about the Twins making a couple big statements. Byron Buxton back in the lineup this weekend. And uh, the, 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 the sweep of the Texas Rangers shows that Buck was back. We'll talk about John Rahm's run in the U.S. Open. We'll talk about uh, Minnesotans uh, heading to the Tokyo Olympics. The Olympics, uh, a little more than a month away. Things kicking off uh, on Friday, July 23rd. Goes through Sunday, August 8th. Of course, last year, no Olympics in Tokyo because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So the 2020 Summer Olympics actually being held the summer of 2021. And it wouldn't be uh, a sports wrap on a Monday without talking about potentially something franchise-altering happening to the Minnesota Wild just when we thought we finally had the superstar this franchise has been looking for for the last 20-plus years. We've got the Rookie of the Year potentially in Kirill Kaprizov. And all of a sudden, rumors swirling that he may not be back with the Minnesota Wild next season. But first, before we dig into the Kaprizov news, let's uh, rewind the last 24 hours in sports here. Rewind time. Rewind. Rewind. Byron hits one high in the air, deep left field, going back at the wall, and it's gone deep into the heart of the Texas stands. Byron Buxton with a two-run home run, and the Twins out to an early lead. Mm, can we just can we just listen? Byron hits one high in the air, deep left field, going back at the wall, and it's gone deep into the heart of the Texas stands. Oh, I miss that call so much. Chris Atterbury on the call, Twins beating Texas 
yesterday. Final score four to two to complete the sweep of the Texas Rangers. Buxton, Max Kepler, uh, huge games. Buxton, uh, after winning the AL Player of the Month in April, was one for four in Saturday's game and started off Sunday's game on the right foot. Two run home run in the first inning. Twins extended their lead. Max Kepler delivered a two run double in the top of the third, gave the Twins a four nothing. Advantage. Kenta Maeda was doing what he should be doing on the mound. Five innings before allowing back-to-back home runs in the sixth. Brought the lead to four to two. And then the Twins bullpen <laughs> having a, a a pretty good afternoon. Tyler Duffy, Jorge Alcala, Hansel Robles holding the Rangers to one hit over the full, for the final 3.2 innings. Robles slamming the door shut in the ninth. And the Twins earned the sweep in Arlington. Yeah, you heard that right. Twins sweep. In Arlington, granted the Texas Rangers, uh, the worst team, well, second worst team in the American League. I always forget about Baltimore, because if there's one thing we've learned about the 2021 Minnesota Twins, it's that we can kick the absolute crap out of the Baltimore Orioles and the Texas Rangers. But that does get the, the Twins to 30 wins on the season. Today is June 21st, and the Twins have finally reached the 30 win mark the second to or third to last team to do it in in baseball detroit's also winning their 30th game yesterday baltimore has 23 wins texas has 25 here's a live look at the american league central standings uh the chicago white Sox getting swept by the houston astros they've lost four games in a row now the Royals beat Boston yesterday 7-3. Tigers beat the LA Angels in extra innings 5-3. Cleveland beats Pittsburgh yesterday 2-1. And so that five-and-a-half game lead that the White Sox had late last week is now just two-and-a-half games above the Cleveland Indians. White Sox 43-29. and 29. Indians right behind them 39-30. and 30. Royals, uh, they're still in third place, nine-and-a-half games back. And the Twins, they were 15 games back last week. Now, breathing down the necks of the Chicago White Sox, 12 games, 12 and a half games, excuse me, out of first place, 12 games out of that second wildcard spot. Detroit uh, in last place once again by a half game, 13 games behind Chicago. Leaders in the other Divisions in baseball, Boston overtaking Tampa Bay for first place. Tampa Bay's lost six consecutive games, struggling quite a bit after winning the series against the White Sox last week. Tampa Bay struggling. But if we're going to talk about teams struggling in baseball, we need to talk about the Arizona Diamondbacks. They have lost now 17 consecutive games. 17. I posed the question on Twitter Yesterday, let's say hypothetically that they started a, a a mini playoff series between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Minnesota Twins. Which team is more likely to win that one game playoff? The Arizona Diamondbacks, who have lost seventeen straight regular season games, or the Minnesota Twins, who have lost eighteen straight postseason games? Yeah, I I had to go there. If 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 you can't cry about what's going on with the with the twins right now, then you just gotta huh, put on a, that 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 fake smile. Twins back at home tonight, uh, two game series with the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati an even five hundred thirty five and thirty five 
Four games out of first place in a crowded NL Central. Cubs and Brewers tied for first place. Cardinals four games behind them. Cincinnati tied with St. Louis at four games back. And then uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's another team that the Twins can can kick the crap out of. Jay Happ on the mound tonight for the Twins. Pre-game show 6.30, first pitch at 7.10 here on KDLM. John Rahm is the winner of the 121st U.S. Open, and here is why that is is awesome. The the golf gods smiling on John Rahm a little bit. You may remember uh, two weeks ago, he was leading the Memorial by six strokes heading into the final round and likely would have won that tournament. But before the last day of competition turned in a positive COVID test, asymptomatic, no symptoms, Tests positive for COVID. He's forced to withdraw from the tournament. Up six strokes that he likely would have won. But poetic justice for John Rahm winning his first major yesterday, the 121st U.S. Open at the South Course at Torrey Pines in California. Dramatically birdied his final two holes, 17 and 18, to go from one shot down to one shot up and finish a poetic Six under for the tournament, shooting a four under 64, came back from three strokes back at the start of Sunday to win the third major of the season, his first career major championship. And I, for one, personally, personally here, felt the effects of the golf gods turning their attention from one thing to somebody else. I golfed Blueberry Pines on Saturday afternoon. Gorgeous course out in Monaga. It's the first time I've been out there this season. The last time I golfed Blueberry Pines was the first round of golf in 2020, like the third weekend in April after we got the go-ahead from the government so that it was okay to get out and golf in the middle of a pandemic. It was the last time I was out there. And the back nine went particularly well for me. I, I parred 11, 12, 13, and then bogeyed 14. I was I was playing out of my mind. The golf gods were were paying attention to me. I was hitting putts. I was I was driving the ball semi straight. The, the 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 famous Zeke slice was taking the afternoon off, and then all of a sudden uh, things started to shift a little bit. And then I felt the golf gods' attention turn from me back to Tory Pines, and and start watching out for for John Rahm again. But even though I played well at, at Blueberry Pines, I mean, I I feel like I, I had my moment in the sun with those back-to-back-to-back pars on one of the tougher courses in the area. Good for John Rahm. I'm not bitter. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. But a couple more pars before they went back to Torrey Pines at Blueberry Pines would have been nice. Still some NBA and NHL playoff games going on. It's starting to get good, especially for Milwaukee Bucks, Atlanta Hawks, LA Clippers, and Phoenix Suns fans. Those are the four remaining teams, teams that have not appeared in an NBA Finals series since I think the Suns were 93, the Bucks were 74, the Hawks were 61, and the Clippers have never appeared in an NBA Finals. Because for years, NBA fans have been clamoring for parity. We're sick of LeBron. We're sick of, we're sick of Kobe. We're sick of Tim Duncan. We're sick of Steph. And now they've got it in the four remaining teams. Want to give uh, credit where credit is due for Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, this guy's game five 
against the Bucks was miraculous. And Game 7 may have been even better. 48 points, the most points ever by a player in Game 7 in NBA history, with 17 of 36 from the field, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, made the game-tying bucket to send it to overtime, played all 53 minutes in the game. And there's a Kevin Durant conspiracy on what he could have done that would have won the series and Game 7. So the word on the street, and you may have heard this, is Kevin Durant, while he's playing basketball, wears a shoe size one size bigger than he normally does. I think he wears like a size 18 shoe casually. Yeah, casually. And then a size 19 on the court. Would Kevin Durant hit what he thought was the three to go up by one point at the buzzer in Game 7 against the Milwaukee Bucks? His toe was just barely over the line. And now NBA skeptics saying that if Durant did not win or did not wear his shoes one size larger, because it probably felt like his toes were behind the line, but his shoes just barely above the line, that it would have been the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals and not the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks win in overtime. I'm calling I'm calling BS on that because it's it's never been a problem for Durant so far in his career to wear that size larger shoe. It's just it's just one of those things. He he wasn't far enough behind the line. He's hit he's hit hundreds of threes in his career. And this one just just too little too late from from Kevin Durant, but ex- expect the Slim Reaper and the Nets to come back with a vengeance next year. Phoenix Suns winning game one of their series against the L.A. Clippers. No Kawhi for L.A., no Chris Paul for Phoenix. No problem. 120-115 win for the Phoenix Suns. They lead that best-of-seven series one to nothing for the right to go to the NBA Finals. You've got the Atlanta Hawks over the Philadelphia 76ers in game seven of that series. Atlanta beats the Sixers 103-96 to to take Game 7 and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals where they will meet the Milwaukee Bucks. And now you look at the Philadelphia 76ers. For years, we've been told to trust the process. That's been the mantra in Philly. Well, they had Jimmy Butler two years ago, couldn't get it done. They've got Joel Embiid gets hurt, couldn't get it done. And the biggest X factor is is going to be criticism of Ben Simmons and the way he does not shoot the ball, the way he cannot make a free throw to save his life. Easily the uh, the the difference maker in this series. Oh, and by the way, uh, Doc Rivers, head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, has now lost 29 games in which his team can clinch a playoff series. 29. That's most in the history of the NBA. Those are some... Uh, those are some Minnesota-esque numbers right there. Second half of the sports wrap. Here's what's coming up. We're going to go through the list of Tokyo Olympiads, or ones that we know so far, because there's a whole bunch of them with Minnesota ties and uh, why fans of the Minnesota Wild should be dreading the 2024 Olympics and why it could have a astronomical impact on their favorite hockey franchise. We'll talk about that next on the KDM Sports Wrap.
I'm Kevin Kugler with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley does not plan to get vaccinated and insists he will not follow the new COVID-19 rules agreed upon by the NFL and NFLPA, saying he'd rather retire than get the vaccine. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey telling the Kansas City Star that he was hesitant about receiving the vaccine, but decided to get it to feel safe around his family. Kelsey saying it's only here to help us, and I'm here to just spread the word to try and encourage everybody to get it. The Browns are expecting big things from Odell Beckham Jr., who was back on the field recently after recovering from a season-ending leg injury. Cleveland OC Alex Van Pelt believes Beckham looks explosive enough to still draw double teams, which will open up the passing game, adding, quote, we'll be better with Odell, no doubt. Elsewhere, Pete Carroll says he expects Jamal Adams to be in Seattle for a long time, even after the Pro Bowl safety was excused from minicamp as he seeks a new deal. The Seahawks head coach says they've been planning on a long-term extension for Adams since trading for him last July. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, our motor never quits. And when it comes to getting you the part you need when you need it, with next-day delivery or same-day pickup, our motor never quits. And when it comes to making a difference in our local communities by hosting fundraisers and food drives, our motor never quits. And when it comes to telling you our motor never quits, yep, you guessed it, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same-day pickup and next-day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. DQ presents Picture this. Picture the Girl Scout Thin Mints Blizzard. You see two iconic treats blending together in a mesmerizing swirl of pieces of Thin Mints cookies, cool mint, and world-famous DQ soft serve. You smile the biggest smile you've ever smiled. It's a double smile because your two favorites, DQ and Girl Scout Thin Mints, are together in one delicious treat. And the only reason you stop smiling is so you can start eating. The Girl Scout Thin Mints Blizzard, exclusively at DQ. Get it delivered at DQ.com. DQ. Happy tastes good. Ready for your next career with a growing organization? Dynamic Homes is ready to add you to their growing team. Dynamic Homes is now hiring a CDL driver in set crew positions at $25 per hour and a mechanic in set crew at $23 per hour. Dynamic Homes offers competitive benefits including a pension, paid vacation, and holiday and health care benefits, plus a $1,000 signing bonus. To apply, visit dynamichomes.com. It's time once again for a Twins Minute. I'm Rusty Kath. Tonight, the Twins will honor the life and legacy of former bench coach Mike Bell, who passed away on March 26th at the age of 46. As manager Rocco Baldelli tells us, it'll be an honor to celebrate Mike's life with his family at the ballpark, but that it's certainly been a struggle for the club. Internally, as a, as a group, obviously, this has been very hard. And, you know, we've dealt with it together as a family in our, in our clubhouse. But being able to do it with Mike's family there with us and honor him and talk about him and everyone in the ballpark thinking about him at the same time while they're able to be there and be a part of it with us, I think it'll be a very meaningful day, very special day. We've talked with Mike's family a, a fair amount under the circumstances. I think they're looking forward to being there and seeing Mike celebrated at Target Field. As Rocco said, Mike Bell's family will be in attendance for what will serve as the Twins' annual Cancer Awareness Night. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Sunnyside Care Center in Lake Park offers a variety of services. They make the admission process easy by assisting you with all of the dreaded paperwork and address all of your needs and concerns. There's a wide range of nursing and medical services provided, like a skilled nursing staff, post-acute care, memory care, and inpatient and outpatient therapy, and adult daycare services. Life's a little bigger in a small community on the sunny side of Boyer Lake in Lake Park. Sunnyside Care, part of Ecumen's family of senior services. 
The Washington Ballpark opened in Detroit Lakes in 1908. At that time, baseball spectators were allowed into the ballgame for free, but if you wanted to sit in the bleachers, you had to pay a dime. Floodlights were added in 1948, allowing for twilight baseball and football games. Celebrating Detroit Lakes' 150th anniversary, this moment of Detroit Lakes history is presented by Lakes Liquor and in part by Stellar Human Services, helping children and families with crisis, counseling, and stabilization services since 1994. This is Boomer Science with the CBS Sports Minute. When we last left John Rahm, the 26-year-old Spaniard was doubled over in anguish two weeks ago having learned that a positive COVID-19 test meant that he could not play the final round of the Memorial. A tournament, by the way, which he was leading by six shots. So yesterday was poetic justice as Rom claimed his first major title by birdieing the final two holes for a one-stroke victory over Louis Oosthuizen at the U.S. Open. At one point, a dozen players had legitimate chances to capture the Open, but the big names such as DeChambeau, Kapka, McElroy imploded down the stretch, while the steady Rom finished the back nine with seven pars and those two birdies. I'm a big believer in karma, Rom said. With his father and two-month-old son on site, it was quite a memorable Father's Day. For three generations of ROMs, congratulations to John Rom, this year's U.S. Open champion. I'm Boomer Esiason. WeFest is coming back, y'all. It's back to fun in 21, August 5th through the 7th in Detroit Lakes. WeFest is three days for live music, camping, and unmatched summer fun. You don't want to miss headliners Florida Georgia Line, Dirks Bentley, Blake Shelton. Special guest Kelly Pickler is your MC for this weekend of country music. Info and tickets at WeFest.com. And thanks to our sponsors, Central Equipment Sales and Minnesota State Lottery. See you there. Helping youth feel empowered to reach their full potential is what Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen and his wife Caitlin have been accomplishing with their nonprofit, the Thielen Foundation. Since 2018, their mission to serve, educate, and inspire those in need has helped provide scholarships and resources to local organizations and athletic programs in the Twin Cities. For more information on the Thielen Foundation and how you can help support it, head to thielenfoundation.org. Here's your KDLN weatherology forecast. For today, we'll see a mixture of clouds and sunshine developing with highs working up into the lower 60s. And for tonight, partly cloudy skies dropping back to a low of 43. A good deal of sunshine then for your Tuesday with highs climbing up to 74 degrees. Wednesday, lots of sunshine heating up to 89. And for Thursday, a slight chance for a storm. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Chet Holmgren winning the Gatorade National Player of the Year is amazing for the state of Minnesota and prep basketball. But Minnesota is very quickly becoming a go-to destination for collegiate scouts. And if you thought it was hard for the Gophers to recruit in their own state before, Chet Holmgren winning this award is going to make things that much harder for Ben Johnson and company. Weekdays at 9.30 and on demand at KDLMRadio.com. Thirteen forty, Katie Lem, the station you can count on. This is the Katie Lem Sports Wrap on a Monday morning here in the Lakes Area. Chilly day, which oh, oh, I'm okay with that after after having the the, the scorching ninety eights, ninety nines, hundreds. They went a couple weeks ago. The 
The 50 degrees as I was coming to work today was was very much appreciated. I'm wearing long pants and a flannel shirt in the office on June 21st. Nice little break in the uh, in the weather here. We're going to talk about the uh, the 2020 or 2021 Summer Olympics. Rather, Olympics uh, did not happen last summer in Tokyo because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But we're gearing up for the Olympics. Uh, they start in just over a month here, Friday, July 23rd. And one of my favorite parts of the Olympics is to find the Minnesota connections because we always like to, to root for the uh, the the. the it goes back to the whole one of us argument. And for, for the Olympics, it's it's different. Voting, cheering for the one of us. The the Lindsey Vons, even though there's some, there's some controversy on whether or not she's truly still one of us. The, uh, the, the Jesse Diggins of, of the world. A couple names to keep an eye on. One of them is Peyton Otterdahl, former NDSU Bison, finishing third in the shot put trials, which qualifies him for the Olympic Summer Games in Tokyo. Two-time national champion Otterdahl did it in historic fashion, registering a personal best throw of 71-11, which is 21.92 meters, beating 2016 Olympian Daryl Hill by an inch. That mark is also good for seventh in the world. Right now, along with those championships, Otterdahl also a four-time All-American. The same season holds NCAA record for the indoor shot put. And he will be in Tokyo in a little over a month. University of Minnesota Golden Gopher swimmer Bo Becker, he has qualified for the Olympics. He's going to participate in the 4x100 freestyle relay. So congratulations to Bo Becker. Joe Klecker, he's a Minnetonka native. He's going to be heading to Tokyo. He finished third in the 10,000-meter race during the USA Track and Field Olympic Trials last Friday. Finished with a time of 2754.9. Finished behind Woody Kincaid and Grant Fisher, thanks to a surge in the final 800 meters. He's 24 years old, turned it up at the end of the race with a time of 1 minute and 58 seconds over the final stretch. Ran the final quarter mile of the 6.2-mile race in 50. Four seconds to secure his spot on his very first Olympic team. Uh, he was a star at Hopkins High School, set the state record in the 1600, led the uh, the Hopkins Royals to the Class 2A Boys Track and Field Championship in 2015, was also the Gatorade Men's Boys Track and Field Athlete of the Year that season. He ran collegiately at the University of Colorado. SUNY Lee of St. Paul could be the next Minnesotan to qualify for the Olympic Games. She's going to compete at the U.S. Gymnastics Olympics trial in St. Louis on uh, the 24th and 26th. Top two gymnasts in each event will earn their spot on the U.S. Olympic team with the remaining four gymnasts to be selected by a selection committee based on ranks and overall performances. Now, Lee's coming off a pretty strong showing uh, at the U.S. Gymnastics Championship. She finished second in the all-around competition to... uh, uh, who's who's that really good? Oh yeah, Simone Biles. She finished second to Simone Biles. Strength of her bid comes with her performance on the uneven bars, uh, where she finished in first place at the championships with a score of thirty point two. So uh, a handful of uh, Minnesotans or guys with Minnesota slash NDSU connections to be watching for in the Olympics when they kick off next uh, next month. If we were to look ahead. To the 2024 Olympics, there is one guy 
that we do not want to be competing in the Olympics. We do and we don't. We do for the sake of Mother Russia, but for the sake of the Minnesota Wild, we really hope that Kirill Kaprizov is not skating with the Olympic team in 2024. This this news broke uh, midday last Friday about Kirill Kaprizov potentially leaving the Minnesota Wild to return to the to the Russian Hockey League. I believe he was in the KHL before. Yeah, he was. He's, he, he, he's having conversations with CSKA Moscow, the team that he played for before coming over to the Minnesota Wild. They're trying to re-sign him while he's over there during the offseason. The Wild trying to, uh, to talk him into a long-term contract, the full eight-year contract, but Kaprizov says, no, I don't want eight years. I want shorter contracts because I want to play for my home country in the 2024 Olympics. I don't believe that NHL players are allowed to compete in the Olympics anymore. So, logically, if Kirill Kaprizov not in the NHL, then he could play for the Russians in 2024. The Wild want the eight-year contract. Kaprizov saying he wants one substantially shorter. Three or four years, depending on when he signs it, that could uh, allow him to play for Russia in the Olympics. So just when we thought we had the star that we've never had, yeah, yeah we had Marion Gabrick, and that was that was fine and dandy. He was a great player for the Wild. And then you throw in the Zach Parisis and the Miko Koivus and the guys like that, guys that... Not, not not the top top ten, potentially top five NHL guys that the state of hockey should have on their team. Then we got Kirill Kaprizov, just absolutely tears things up. Restricted free agent now because the Wild blew the first year of his contract trying to sneak him in the NB uh, the NHL playoff bubble up in Canada last <laughs> last postseason didn't work. Ate up a year of his contract. Fantastic. Now in year two of his rookie deal, he is on the hook for next year. He is a restricted free agent. The, the, the Wild can sign him to a long-term deal if he wants. And that's the big question, is the if he wants. Because in year year three of his rookie deal, which is next season, he's not going to make a lot of money. He'll make, he'll make a good amount of money. But the third year of a rookie deal compared to what he could be making as a top, as a top 5 NHL guy. I mean he's he's not going to he's not going to make anywhere near that in the KHL. But it appears that that money is is not going to be a concern for Kirill Kaprizov. Patriotism is is what's going to kill the Minnesota Wild. It it's, it's hard to get upset at that. It really is. Yeah, it, it's it's a bummer that 97 could be leaving potentially, but that's always the fear in in Minnesota is what could, what bad things could happen is always in the back of our minds. It's almost like somebody, uh, somebody wrote a book about that or something, and it's called Land of 10,000 Acres, and it's on uh, Amazon on sale this week for 20 bucks. Can't wait. It's finger licking good. Sweet. Dude! 
All right, can't wait moment. Well, I can't wait for Kirill Kaprizov to re-sign with the Wild. That would be sweet. Uh, not going to happen today, though. But instead, we'll turn our eyes to Minnesota Twins baseball. Back at home tonight, two-game series with the 35-35 and 35 Cincinnati Reds. It'll be Jay Happ on the Hill for the Twins tonight. 6.30 pregame show, 7.10 first pitch with the Minnesota Wild now only, yes, only 12 and a half games behind the Chicago White Sox in the AL Central standings after the White Sox were swept in a four-game series by the Houston Astros. Twins swept the Texas Rangers over the weekend. We've got NHL playoff game tonight. Islanders versus Lightning. Critical game five with that series tied at two games apiece. Puck drops on that one at 7 o'clock tonight. That's a wrap for the Sports Wrap. We're back tomorrow, 9.30, right here on the station. You can count on KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. We'll take a quick CBS News break and then start those classic hits here on KDLM.